This is I'd Rather Be Right, a podcast about big ideas and better predictions. And dick jokes. Which is why this isn't financial, legal, or even dating advice. We might be rich, successful, and good-looking, but Mark Cuban hates us. So prepare to enjoy the best podcast that only awesome, charming, and attractive people like you listen to. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the I'd Rather Be Right podcast with Luke and Nate. It's currently, at least here, Wednesday, December 22nd, coming up on Christmas. But Nate is actually in the South Pole where it already is Christmas. He's helping Santa. Now, you might think, isn't Santa in the North Pole? And no, he lied to you all. <laughs> so you would go to the wrong place. So you wouldn't find him <laughs> and steal your toys. That's that's why you can never find him. But that, I found that's why him. you can never find him. I yeah, found him. They found him. Because this is the I'd Rather Be Right podcast, and Nate was right about where he's at. So how's it, how is it in the South Pole, Nate? <laughs> the South Pole is really nice. You know, it's better than the North Pole. Uh, I don't, people don't know that, uh, but it is. Do you have a pet penguin yet? I have a pet penguin and a pet elf. Wait, wait, wait are they a pet or just a helper? I don't know. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it depends. It, it depends on how woke you are. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have an elf, uh, my personal uh, little elf, and uh, he does a lot. He's like Dobby, but like cooler. <laughs> and, and, and more in favor, and more in favor of trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, my elf, uh, its pronoun is they. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To be fair, they don't have gender, right? I don't think elves have gender. So they, right? They is yeah, just they, yeah. So yeah. they're not only non-binary; they're not tertiary. They're not. They're nothing. They're just. They're all. They're. They're still omni-gendered. Still haven't figured out how they procreate. Uh, I'm not Magic, sure yet. Santa, but Santa I didn't just ask. delivers new elves. You know, just see polite over over Christmas dinner with Santa, so I never ask. Uh, but I, I am curious. I'm still. I'm curious. I mean, you know. I wonder we're how all, we're all curious. Yeah. <laughs> is a reindeer involved? Like, what's going on with the reindeers in Santa? Maybe the reindeer are delivering them like they deliver presents. <laughs> yes, I think, yeah. That's what they do <laughs> in the off season. <laughs> just, deliver elves. <laughs> I want one. I'm jealous. <laughs> They're great. Uh, they are great. <laughs> they and they are great. They and they are great. And so are you helping Santa pick the presents or are you taking presents for yourself? Are you saying, I don't like that one. He's not getting any presents. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely in charge of the naughty list. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get coal and sex toys. (laughs) Because there's no but there's no worse punishment than there's naughty and then there's naughty. Making someone's parents have the sex talk with them. Well, the other thing is there's naughty. And there's naughty. <laughs> and there's naughty. I want that list too. <laughs> I, I, I like looking at the naughty list. <laughs> Not the naughty list. The naughty Not the, yeah. list. <laughs> kids are, naughty kids were the worst. <laughs> yeah, those kids, cool. those kids also get sex toys because, as you said, they have to sit through the sex talk. <laughs> That's the fun. Teach their parents a lesson is what it is. <laughs> yeah, raise your kids better. <laughs> raise your kids better. And you then know you that Santa sometimes includes instruction manuals on parenting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he raises a bunch well, of A's. Yeah. Uh, and so he knows a thing or two about parenting. 
He may, he may not. He may be childless technically, but he has a lot of theys, and he raises a lot of theys. So, <laughs> are we all his children? <laughs> that too. <laughs> and he had the context. We think he's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a creepy. <laughs> giving story. gifts, he's giving gifts to random children and, and, try, and random jumping children. through and the keeping chimney. Keeping lists of what they do, and keep lists of what they do. Naughty or nice, and he comes through their chimney in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that is uh i never thought of it that way so hopefully we ruin some of your childhoods out there yes um, by the way this is definitely not safe for work podcast today and yeah. uh not safe for kids either especially not kids safe, that not, almost never safe for kids <laughs> <laughs> unless say, they're really as soon as, <laughs> yeah well as soon as they learn about economic realities it's over the, your childhood is gone your innocence is gone yes once you realize inflation is just going to take all your wealth and uh, because of inflation, uh, you're probably going to live poor forever. So have, have fun with that little Johnny. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Your, uh, your psychology degree isn't going to help much when there's 6.5% inflation. Screw you, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, you made a bad decision. <laughs> What's the worst name for a kid? Like I always thought like, like how did how did everyone ever get named like Bob, right? Or like like these old man names like Frank? Could you imagine being like four years old and being named Frank? Like yeah. <laughs> Frank. I mean Bob is short for Robert, so I assume that's, that's what true. That's, that's why I had to change it really quick to Frank. Because I really I was like, well, Robert's not that bad. But I actually had a friend named Robert, so fair enough. And and they, they often get shortened to Rob, which isn't that bad either. That one's yeah, that one's pretty legit. I think if you just get older, then you go like, "I'm a Bob now." <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just like when, you to, when you start having the Murtaugh moments, right? I'm too old for this. You're like, "I guess I'm a Bob." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You start hating kids' music. You're like, "Yeah, I'm a Bob." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time. It's time. Uncle Bob now. I'm no longer Robert. I'm Uncle Bob. <laughs> Robert, who's that? About things and, pe- and kids on my lawn. Oh, I can't wait. I already do so. You're already an old man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we probably should actually get started with an actual show here. Yeah, well, yeah. So, what is the show about today? Uh, we wanted to do a quick year in review. Uh, we're not going to do too too long because we talked a lot about the podcast and stuff that happened on the podcast last week uh, or, or earlier this week for you guys when you guys were being published. Um, and we decided to do that and a little bit of pre- and a bunch of predictions about what might or might not happen in 2022 and how confident we are that there's things may or may not happen. And we'll have a record to see how right we are on I'd rather be right. Yeah, I mean, this should be a little tradition and then we can just start really building our reputation that look, we're right about a lot of things. I assume we were see. right. But if we're wrong, we're yeah. still we still rather if be we're right. wrong. Then, we just yeah, often wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would rather be right, but usually I'm wrong. I have to change the intro to that. <laughs> yeah, it would be like last season. We were <laughs> last year. We were. I'd rather be right. Now we're. I'd rather be right, but mostly wrong. <laughs> mostly wrong. But we're mostly wrong. <laughs> the name work is. We have a great name. That's why we picked this name. Oh, or, um, or or next season it will be. We were right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it'll be. We were right. But uh, we were mostly right. I mean, certainly we're not going to be right about everything. And as we do this, we're also going to talk, I think, a little bit about how we do predictions and how you and I think about them. Because I put like confidence levels. Um, I think about how they relate to one and the other. Like if if I think one that is, we we'll have to get into this anyway. Anyway, we'll get there when we get there. Um, but 
uh, first, let's just talk a little bit about last year. So we started the podcast last year. Uh, we started a few weeks after uh, January. Technically, I think we were recording during January 6th area, but we didn't go live with yeah. those early ones. We had a few that we right. never saw light of day. And then, but we were a few few weeks after that when we went live during the GameStop Stop saga, I believe it was the first one we released to the public. And we've been recording since then pretty often. Yeah, I mean, every week for almost 52 weeks now. Well, yeah, I don't know exactly know when we started those episodes that were practice episodes, but and I don't know. I'm trying to look right now, see when the first episode releases. But yeah, sometime in January, February. It was very end of January. Sense. I think GameStop went up. Was it? Yeah, it looks like. So. Uh, yeah, January 6th, we had, well, maybe not. That one looks like it was deleted. So January 27th-ish is GameStop. Bitcoin stock flow in the filibuster. Looks like that was our maybe our first episode. Yeah, and I think we went live because you were right in the middle of the GameStop uh, Wall Street bet stuff. Yeah, so, wow, that's, like, that's crazy. Making yeah. money. That's crazy. I can't can't believe it. Like it's a it's a weird year, especially starting off with January six, which just feels like a lifetime ago. Like because no one cares anymore. Like it's just like yeah, it's, like... I, it's weird. I'm already getting like work meetings for January six, and I was like, I got one today, and I was like, oh, the anniversary of almost the insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, they probably don't think of it that way, but I do. It's a new holiday to me. Yeah, we really should have it as a holiday. We're going to have to have National Remembrance Day at the time our yeah. democracy almost came to an end. Remembrance Day when dumb-ass Republicans <laughs> try to take <laughs> over the White House. And they could have done it if they were more capable, but really they just were a bunch of – like that's really – I think that really uh, defines a lot of Republicans. Like they really want to you know, turn this into a fascist country, but they're just not very good at anything. So that's why they're so mad all the time. I mean, it depends. If their goal is fascism, they may not be that good, but if their goal is chaos, they're doing very, very well. Uh, and that yeah, maybe I think sure. some of them are just trying to do chaos. Yeah, but then that makes them sound kind of cool, and then I kind of want to join. I'm like, yeah, all right, I get it. <laughs> I <laughs> Burn everything guys. to the ground. Yeah, uh, all right, uh, you convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> You've been anti-republic. The last yeah. episode of the year, I convinced him yeah. to change his party affiliation yeah. from independent right. Democrat leaning to Republican because <laughs> it's chaos. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm on, I'm on board for the chaos, not the racism, I'm on board but the chaos. <laughs> but the chaos. As long as we're killing everybody <laughs> and being mean to everybody, right? <laughs> You're like that's just who I am. <laughs> yeah, that's my personality type. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not better than other races. I'm just better than everybody. Like I don't <laughs> care what color you are. <laughs> Well, good. You now know uh, Luke hates that's all my, our listeners too. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. My well, that's my favorite. Line. I love you guys. He hates. You. <laughs> yeah, in Full Metal Jacket, I love that when he was like, "I don't care where you come from. You are all equally worthless in my eyes." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I agree. <laughs> like I, I love understand that. you. <laughs> it's great, and I don't really feel that way. Maybe I do. We'll see. All right. Anyway, uh, what else do you want to talk about for the past year? Anything surprising? I mean, I'm surprised we have uh, you know 15 or so listeners that are pretty hot. Me too. To listen to us. Like, I mean, I mean, it sounds like a little, but it's, it's weird. Like, if you told me 15 people wanted to hear me talk every week, uh, yeah. I'd be a little shocked. Um, I, I'm, I'm honored. Weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> I think we can have more apparently if we have 15. Um, 
Uh, apparently it's found at least some people that are willing to turn in. So I'm a little, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm both surprised and not, I guess. Like I always thought it was good, but I like confirmed that at least we got some groups sticking around. We think there's something of value here. That's super cool. No, I would never have thought either. I thought it'd be like nobody or like one person, like who knows? Like I never knew. Yeah. And certainly just That's the like... consistency of like, and we uploaded, so we uploaded two this week. Cause one, I was, we were late on Thanksgiving and all that other weird stuff was going on. Uh, so we got another one up pretty quickly and we got it up this morning and that's already hit five views, uh, five listeners. Well, the other one hit seven because it was over the weekend. So like, that means people woke up, saw it, and started listening to it. So there are five people right out of the gate. And if we hit our 15, awesome. by the, so like we could hit 15 by the end of the week, like we kind of expect to. So uh, they may they may miss the Thanksgiving episode because they may not see that we release two when they come around. But um, it's kind of cool, um, and it gives me hope that when we, as we talked about the last one, that maybe we can actually raise the numbers here, and we're going to make some podcast predictions at the end, at the very very end, uh, and we'll see if we can actually hit any of them. Um, yeah, the goals slash predictions, I guess. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, I'm very, very proud of Bitcoin. Uh, it's not quite as high as I as was hoping out of the year because most of my investment was in before we started the podcast. So I've done very well. Yeah, same. So it's really like a year and a half where most of it was not same. what we were talking, but we're still up over the year. Um, and and I'm feeling pretty good about the next year. We'll get into that as well. Um, but I do think it's going to be kind of sideways until the end of the year. Um, but I, I've been... I, there was definitely surprising things in 20. So first of all, El Salvador, uh, that was during this year, uh, El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender tender. That was shocking. I did not see it coming. Like you're talking about a prediction. I could have, we never really talked. We talked about countries adopting it maybe before then. I'm not sure if we did that, but certainly I had no, no belief that any country would do so this year. Um, so that was shocking. And, and I was there when it was announced at the Bitcoin 22, a 2021 conference so that was really cool um oh is that when it was announced yeah it was announced on stage when you were you were too uh too tired and in bed and i was yeah, uh, yeah you'd have gone back and collapsed back in the hotel room but i was there for yeah. when uh jack mullers was on stage and announced that it was going to come down the pike and then it was done within a few months after that um so that was really shocking um uh also relatedly tesla tesla putting on their balance sheet didn't see that one coming uh, and then, of course, Tesla. Then Elon fudded it. And taking it off, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still on the balance sheet, though, so they still own it. Um, so that was shocking. Uh, um, both of those things I didn't see coming. Um, I'm a little less shocked as Tesla to go first than Amazon or Apple or any of the Fang stocks. That didn't surprise yeah. me. And Elon's a risky taker, and and obviously into cryptocurrency. Um, so that wasn't too shocking in that regard. But I still am surprised he got enough board support to get any of that money that he had. Well, there, the PayPal, the, like one of their founding like ideas at PayPal was to create a new form of currency to get yeah. you off the U.S. dollar. So it's like I think like they like I mean maybe Elon obviously that was a long time ago, but I'm not surprised that they. He kind of picked up on it. And probably Peter Thiel bought a bunch. And Peter all Thiel those other guys. Peter Thiel definitely yeah. owns a bunch. Um, he's talked about it. And he's talked about how Bitcoin is the fire alarm telling us that something's wrong with the U.S. dollar. Because uh, of the fact he's that's well, that's how he's phrased it. So, yeah, he's definitely owns some. Interesting. Uh, Peter Thiel definitely owns some. So that was shocking. Uh, certainly in the Bitcoin world, I think that was, that was high up there on my list. Uh, anything else that really shocked you this year? 
Mm, other than just forgetting about January 6th. Uh, yeah, that's no. that is very weird. Just forgetting about it and then all the anti-vax stuff. I don't know. We're still in this pandemic. Like, I was not surprised, but, you know, she's like still here. Like, all right, this is fine. This is just how life is. So, I mean, I mean, it's, I, it, it's crazy how kind of fast it's flown by. Well, you had a baby this year. That's that's also I did a big, have a baby earlier this year. Yeah, that's a big personal news. Yeah, uh, I, I did baby. not have anything like that. I'm still sick. That was not shocking. Though. I saw that one coming. Nine months. <laughs> yeah, you had nine months of so. lead. Yeah, that was not shocking. <laughs> you did have it, but big big change. Yeah, uh, you got a new job. Uh, see, I, however, am still single in my old job, so <laughs> and do not have any kids that I'm aware of. <laughs> Maybe I have. Well, we can change that once we're once we're rich and famous. That'll someone will probably come out of the woodwork and say you have five kids. You never know. <laughs> hey, as long as they do so when I'm eight, when they're eighteen or above, I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I think that's. I think that's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. I'm not sure there's a whole lot more to say, especially because we talk, covered a lot of the podcast-specific stuff uh, last last go-around, and you guys are here for it, um, for those of you that were tuning in regularly. So uh, I think we should just get into our predictions because we have a lot to talk about if we go through all these. Um, and they're all over. We kind of put them in different categories. So uh, I think we'll just start at the top, right? What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. So these are the I'd rather be right predictions for 2022. We're each going to make our own based on the question. Um, and if we have any new ones to add, we're going to add them along as we go. But And we'll talk about why we think that's the case. But uh, first, we're going to start with economic predictions. The first question we had, will CPI ever come in above 6.8%? That's what it did last time. Uh, so in 2022, any of the quarters that they release, it, the information they re- release, it, will we ever see CPI? This is not, you know, and again, we've talked about on this podcast that we think inflation is not accurately reflected on CPI, which is why I didn't want to call it the inflation rate. I called it the CPI rate. Um, this one's hard because I do think, I, I do think it probably will come in higher, but I don't think it's going to stay higher. But I do think we could see higher numbers. And I think that's probably like, because you got to think, or at least I think, uh, it lags a little bit, right? It lags like the real economy, as you might say, a little bit. Yep. And so I it's thing it could already be higher than that. Uh, and then it might come in, but then I don't think it'll like reach at at astronomical levels, but will it come in higher? I do think so. I'd probably put it at like definitely better than 50%. Like if I was going to bet on it, put money on it, I think you got probably 60% or are you going a little 60, higher? 60-40, 70-30, something like that, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I actually don't think it will top out further than 6.8%. I think we may have hit the high. Uh, for now, but I want to be clear. I think it's going to be a surge in 2023. I think we're just going to slow it. I think we're trying to like, the thing is, it's the kind of thing that comes in waves. It's not always a straight up line to the right, much like Bitcoin. Uh, it's generally up to the right, probably in the case of the money printing, but it may not be up specifically. So I actually think, think we may, so I think we may have seen the top. It's going to still be high, uh, but I, uh, and I still think, but I and also wouldn't be surprised if it just skyrockets in 2023. So, but I think I could see it staying staying below for why twenty twenty three. I just think it's enough time. I think it'll be a crash. Economic the economic crash. When does it happen? That's a quick question. But when it does, that's when you have to print a lot more money. And you print a lot more money, 
and then everything goes up again, right? So like it's like it's sort of like these cycles that they're fighting each other, um, and the Fed and everything else. So I just I'm I am the other I'm sixty forty the other direction. So that's what we put that way. It's uh, funny because I have a positive outlook and you have a negative outlook, but our bets are different. Like I think it'll go up and then go back to probably normal levels, and you think it's gonna stay where it is and then rocket later. Yes, that's a yes, correct. As as a so that's that's my my thinking. So, uh, so it'll be interesting. We're a little bit different on that one, um, and I guess we'll have to we'll have to see who gets that one more. Or less well, if you right. just look at the historical data, like it's like if you took the average or the integral, like it's gonna it's it's probably I like past isn't predictive of future results, but I mean it for let's see. So it's only ever spent. One, two, three, four, five, six, six years at the last 60 above that amount. So I just like, you know, it's not, it's not a very high percentage that it's going to stay high. Yeah. But um, I think, but I think it's probably already higher. That's why I think like, okay. I, like it's just going up and up. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think the other the other X factor is do they manipulate CPI further? I mean, that's the other X factor, right? Uh, if they manipulate it, they're going to have to do a deep dive on CPI. I do not fully understand. Yeah, well, the thing things, is, like, but... they will change what's in and out of the basket every so often to reduce sure. and they try to bring the price down. So sure, which is fine as long as I get right. As long as I'm right on the bet, they change CPI to whatever. As long as it makes me right, I'm I'm for it. No, it's more likely to make me right if they change CPI. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, but the thing is. Again, they have to do that before it comes in hot, right? So you still—that's what I mean. In the long term, it would make me right. Yeah, <laughs> if they change it, pull things out. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, I guess that's right. Okay, all right. So uh, we'll see about that one, I guess. Uh, the next one question is: Will we have another major financial crash akin to COVID? Code akin to the COVID crash. Uh, I mean, another, well, oh, I guess another financial like we're in March twenty whatever where everything just dropped and the whole bottom fell out of the entire market, not Bitcoin, but specifically, but like the whole market just went tanked, and the and then uh, Fed had to do on I'm gonna say no. I have the no as well. Um, I have, I have, uh, if so, it'll be super short, like like it was with COVID. It like it would just imprint so much money and solve it that way. Um, yeah, and I I was eighty percent confident, but now I'm thinking I'm a little bit more like seventy percent confident. And the reason is the question is what does Omicron do? And that's the one thing we know that's lingering out there. Uh, I don't think it's going to cause another crash like COVID, but I think it's possible. So I'm going to reduce that to seventy percent confident. I think um, on this, um, just because I think that's the one thing that I see out there that could do it. But I'm skeptical that it's going to be like March 2020. This is we have vaccines, we have therapies, we just they. The, the FDI just today approved a, a home at home treatment for COVID. I don't know if you saw that um, yeah. pills. And the military came out with a with a. They said they came out with a vaccine that's like completely effective against like SARS and COVID stuff, which is pretty crazy. So yeah, so I, I just think we're not in March 2020 situation with Omicron. So I'm, I'm I can yeah. I, I'm so 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 I'm most likely to think it's it increases the odds than it does maybe. Uh, maybe it did in no, like say uh, November, October before we had Omicron, uh, but I don't think it increases it a lot. So uh, of an what you're kind of saying is we we're so I, we're, we're not going to have a surprise. Like we like we're COVID's here. We're going to see whatever's coming. We're ready to handle it. Yeah. So it's not. Gonna so be, I'm so I'm seventy percent confident instead of eighty percent confident. I'll just add the extra, reduce my confidence level down ten percent because of yeah. Omicron. Uh, but I still think 
we're not going to see that COVID crash. I do think we're going to see a financial crash eventually, though. Uh, and again, it's just we keep pushing it down the road. And so 2023, 2024, uh, you know, depending, it's going to happen. Uh, one day it's going to happen. I mean, it's always going to happen one day. The question is, does it happen in the next five years? Does it happen in the next 15, right? It's a very different question. Uh, but yes, I think, so I'm going to say probably not going to see a financial crash akin to the COVID crash. Um, and I'm 70% confident of that. Well, how confident are you of I'm about 80% confident. I'm super like, I don't, again, I, I same, very same, uh, uh, reasoning as you, it's like, it's, we're not going to, we've already, it's, we've already been through it. So like a, a new variant, another COVID thing, isn't going to freaking like, isn't going to surprise anyone, freak us out. We're already dealing with it. I think out of a large part of it, this is, I think people are just like over it. And so I don't think even if we had a worse variant, like people aren't going to freak out, pull their money at like nothing, like the no the reactionary, uh, the reactions to COVID, I don't think is going to happen again. So I just think we're probably like for the next year, at least at least as far as COVID goes, we're fine. If something else happens, you never know. But as far as COVID goes, no, I think we're good. Okay. Next the question. Barrel of oil cost more or less on July first, twenty twenty two, than it does now. So this is just a. Oh, by the way, how 70, about December thirty first. $71.12 right now per barrel to give you an idea. Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I'll answer. I'll answer what you think about it. Um, okay. I'm going to say, I think it's for, for July 1st, 2022, I think it's going to cost a bit more, but I am 51% confident. It's just like a little bit of more than a flip of a coin. I'm really not sure. Um, uh, and that's why I go 51% more because I do think as a general rule, oil is going to go up. Um, I think oil demand is going to go up. We've seen production down. Um, so given a short time frame, time frame that really six months is really relatively short, I think, in guessing things, um, I'm just going to flip the coin and give it a little bit of an edge to more likely. Uh, that's what I would, that's, what I would, that's why I'm at that level. So for July, you think it will be higher? Yeah, but a fifty-one percent confidence. So it's not a, it's not, a, it's not a bet. I would make any actual money, uh, put any money, actual money on. Let's put it that way. It's just a purely intellectual one. I wouldn't even, there wouldn't even be the odds that I like. The odds would have to be so much stacked in in one direction for me to consider it. Uh, I do have to have that margin of safety level that like because I just don't think there's enough there. That I feel yeah. Confident. So I'm gonna say, well, I don't know because if if the 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 price of an oil barrel goes up, do gas prices go up? Um, so generally, if oil goes up, gas goes up, but they're not 100 percent connected. Uh, it's not 100%. You know, oil, oil has been coming down and gas has stayed up. So, because um, I what I think is going to happen is because we have a we have midterm elections next year, and this maybe is better even for 2024 possibly, but midterms next year, I think. Biden's going to do some more things and try to get oil prices down just to, so they can maybe maintain some elections in the house. So I think it's probably going to be cheaper in July, December. I don't know, but definitely July, I think it's going to be less. Okay. So July, you're going to put yes. Or what confidence level are you going to put on that? It's like 60 percent. Sounds like you're if this 2024, I would be super confident, but I don't know how much if they really want to pull that trigger for the midterms. So I would say like 60%. You know. 60% confident. Okay. Um, all right. Then we asked again, 
how about December 31st of 2022? And this is where I think it's going to be more likely to be up. I, I, I moved it to 60%. This partly goes up to other further down. We asked whether or not um, uh, Russia invades Ukraine. And if that happens, I think the prices go up. Um, Russia is a provider. You're going to have instability of a major provider. Um, that's probably going to cause prices to go up, supply to go down. Uh, a lot of stuff going on around that. So that, that's one issue. Uh, again, as a general rule, I think it's going to go up to the right. Um, and and then we've seen a lot of production issues already. So I'm going to go yes, uh, uh, more likely. And I'm going to go 60% confident on this one rather than 51 I'm, I'm, I'm flipping it. I'm going to say it, it'll be more, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on it. it I think it'll, it might go up, but I'm like 51% confident. So you're going to, okay. <laughs> this is very interesting. <laughs> you and I definitely have a different thought process out here. So. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think by December, the political will, whatever happens, won't be there to necessarily keep it down. Like oil, like no one's going to care, be caring about oil. And so who knows what'll be happening. It'll be more markets and so so wait wait okay, to be clear up. okay state, state both of your okay so i'm gonna state both of mine and then i'm gonna state both of yours for july 1st 2022 i i think it's gonna cost more than 71 dollars and 12 cents uh a barrel and i have 51 percent confident of that on december 31st 2022 i think it's gonna cost more than 71 dollars and 12 cents a barrel and it's gonna cost and i'm 60 percent confident that's true uh, okay, now state yours. So I, we, we're very clear about what you're right. So in July, I think it'll be less, okay. uh, and I'm sixty percent confident. And then December, I think it'll be more, and I'm only fifty one percent confident. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. That's what I, that's a little confused about. Okay, all right. Yeah, that cleared up. All right, we'll see who's right on that one. That one. The cool thing about that one is like it's not even subjective. Like there's no subjectivity yeah. in that one. We're just either right or wrong. Uh, like you have a you know the financial crash. We can argue whether or not a crash is akin to it, right? There's some subjectivity right. there. CPI is also 100% measurable, so we'll find out on both of those. Okay. Bitcoin predictions. And I thought we were going to oh, we do this one later. Sorry. Apologize. Um, I was doing on mine. So U.S. political pre uh, predictions. Uh, let's do that first. Um, the first question is, will the Democrats or Republicans control the Senate at the end of 2022 election cycle? I think the Republicans will. Um, I 100% agree. Uh, I think Republicans are going to grow. Most of the ones that are toss-ups right now are lean Republican, one of which is Georgia, and Georgia has two Democrats. Chances that they take it back, or at least take one of those back. So I'm going to go with the Republicans, and I'm 75% confident of that. The map is just very. I think I think it's I think the toss-up ones are just really in favor of Republicans. I think. I don't think this admin has been doing that particularly great. We've talked about it. The big X factor that gives me 25% lack of confidence. We talked about it. I think the one that episode that released today, Roe v. Wade. I think if they overturn Roe v. Wade, which the Supreme Court looks like it's going to do, it's a big X factor on all of this. Um, and that could really drive turnout heavily. But the other thing is Republicans have engaged in a lot of election uh, engineering right now. Yeah. Uh, stuff to design to take over these elections and win them and and they're going to put every advantage they have uh no matter how moral or illegal i think it should be <laughs> and that also gives them an edge i think so i'm going to go 75 percent confident but i think roe v wade is probably the big x factor that I just don't know and then maybe the admin does something really surprising between now and then i guess that's also the case yeah my reasoning i agree with all that and i also think that again because 
Republicans play these games. Not that Democrats don't, but Republicans are really holding back the Democrats from accomplishing a lot. Yeah. And Democrats aren't willing to, I guess, get dirty and actually do anything. And so because they haven't done anything, people are going to be pissed and then they're going to vote the other way. As they have, there's usually, you know, we kind of go back and forth um, on these and- things. And we talked about so. how inflation really causes instability. Um, and inflation yeah. is very, very high. And people are noticing it. And people are like, hey, and the admin keeps trying to say, hey, we, everyone's employed. The economy is great. And everyone's like, that's great, but I can't. But my you know, milk costs more. So uh, in the end, yeah. I think inflation wins. Uh, I don't, again, I, as I said back when we were talking about this sometime earlier in the podcast, a different day, I don't think people particularly care whether their neighbor's employed. Uh, they very much care whether they can make, meet the rent. Um, so, in the end yeah inflation is a bigger mover than unemployment um and it's not just that it's it's the inflation today and who's ever in charge today like a lot of people they don't think about these this systemically and maybe a lot of inflation and what we're dealing with now is trump's fault but like no one's gonna think of it that way they're gonna say high inflation yeah they they always blame the guy in office not the guy who was there before even if it was his fault um or at least they blame the guy in office more than they blame the guy before uh yeah even if they okay yeah i'll agree with that so um yeah all right so we're both republicans uh for that one okay will the democrats decrease or increase the number of seats the house of representatives or have them stay the same uh uh decrease but it's very similar with my uh senate predictions i just think the democrats are going to lose a lot of ground in these midterms uh, I have to agree, although I wrote it the opposite way. Yeah, but I, I agree uh, that Democrats will decrease the number of seats in the House of Representatives. I'm at 8% confident for all the reasons we just talked about, except for the biggest difference is that there's a, you know, the House is always up every 22 years. The entire House is up. There is. Um, whereas right. for the Senate, it's election map as well. Right. matters as well. Um, that, that part, taking that part away, I still think they're going to gain a few seats at least. So I, I, I say they're going to, Democrats are going to decrease the numbers. Let's, let's take a pause here. I want to, I want to bring something else up. So we're adding, I want to like, let's see if we can gamify this a little bit. We're, we're putting our confidence levels. Should these like convert to points or something? Like, how are we going to tally these up at the end of the year? I, I don't know. I guess we should probably figure that out. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess, yeah, we'd put a, because when, because when, uh, I mean, this is a weird way to go with this, but like, so Reddit has this like prediction engine, and like, in some subreddits, you can like add predictions, and then you can put however much you think whatever your predicted outcome is gonna be, and then you almost like get more points the more you bet. So it's almost like do for an eighty percent prediction, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're you, have confident. you have an eighty percent confidence that the Democrats yeah. take control of the Senate. I have a seventy-five percent. So if we both got right, presumably you'd have. Five percent more points or whatever. Yes, I agree with that. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So we got to. And so out. for our listeners, like, what's uh, like, what's at stake? We're gonna we're gonna figure out some kind of point system. <laughs> yeah, we're not quite. Out. We're not. We're not quite for sure. Yes. So, uh, mm-hmm. and, and though to be clear, when we're doing this, because of the way we wrote it, we're just writing uh, our confidence level based on the event uh, on our outcome coming true. Not not because we're always asking either or often. So. Right. Um, so okay. Um. All right. The next question is, will Republicans take back control of the House? This is this. Okay, this is a perfect example of how to think uh, probabilistically. I don't think we always talk about this. Because the if, okay, this confidence level needs to be lower 
uh, if you think it's going to be true, you still need to be lower than the, than, than the previous question because the odds of it happening are less than just losing a few seats. So, um, so, right. That's, so you like, it's a perfect time to think of how probabilistically stuff things work together. Um, and let's see, where's, where's my answer? Uh, I say no, 60% confident. Meaning I think is a 40% chance that Republicans do take it over. So, so are you talking, uh, like 51, 51% of the seats? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They need uh, so Republicans would need to take fifty-one percent of the seats, uh, or actually, you know, half plus one. Really, I mean, that's what it is. So, uh, and I'm, I'm, I said no. I don't think they take back the house, and I am sixty uh, percent confident they do not take back the house. So let's see. So the Democrats would have to lose basically. Uh, 10 seats or so five would make them dead so 60 i don't know you're talking about like six seats give them 51 percent um i think if i'm just doing that on air math right which is i don't have a great record with uh live math in my head um 10 seats that's about five percent swing no 10 five Two and a half percent swing. I'm going to say yes. By the way, also if we're doing a point system, it sounds to me that if you're wrong and you only have, you know, it'll impact how much points you lose, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, um, Fairly confident on that one, but I'm not supremely confident on that one. I'm gonna say 65% on that one. And you were 65% the other way. Oh, it's at a 60. But you know what? You you made a good argument. I'll go 55%. Uh, no. Reduce that down. A little bit. That one's gonna be really interesting because that that's gonna. Yeah, that's only 10% difference. Here's the thing: so yeah. whoever wins is only losing 10% of the edge, right? So like. Yeah. And Republicans, when they when they get control of things, man, yeah, if they, they use the it, unlike unlike the Democrats. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next question. This is a Bitcoin and political prediction. Uh, will Erica Rhodes, a pro Bitcoin Democratic candidate for Congress, unseat Brad Sherman and very clearly anti Bitcoin Democrat represent California's thirtieth construction thirty California's thirtieth congressional district? It's north of LA. Outside of uh, Santa Clarita, I believe. So, to give you an idea where, where we're talking. Um, and I really wanted to ask this question and really didn't know. Um, now, he's got, you know, Brad Sherman has got incumbency and long history there. He's very, very anti Bitcoin. I mean, like most extreme anti Bitcoin Democrat uh, congressman you can have. And as a result, Erica Rhodes has embraced bitcoin been on a bunch of bitcoin podcasts and is getting money from bitcoiners so it's money i think of it this way it's money uh new money against old money and encompassing um and it depends on how much uh and, and oh she's also a kind of andrew yang as she's um so she's been um endorsed by andrew yang um, to give you an idea uh so i don't know i was you know, I just I'm so close to 50-50 on this one. And I think partly it's okay, I'm gonna say my bias is involved here and I want it to happen. 
And my original thought was yes, 51%. So in fact, I think I should go, no, it's not going to happen with a 40% chance. That's what I'm going to say. No, she will not at 40%. I'm going to regulate my own bias of wanting her to win. So, uh, so sorry. Uh, no, sorry. No. So 60%. 60%. Now. Yeah. Yeah. No, 60% chance that um, Brad Sherman wins. Let's put it that way 60% Brad Sherman. Let's, let's, just, uh, yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I'm even more confident that she will not um, unseat him. I'm even more confident that Brad wins, uh, mainly because. One, you might think of – you could probably think of L.A. as more liberal. In general, liberals are not for Bitcoin. Yep. Um, and even if they were – Just keep in mind it's, like a, it's more like a Bitcoin. suburb of Los Angeles. So I don't know if that sure. matters. Yeah. I don't know if that matters to you, but I just, I just want to be clear about what it's a, It's more – I don't know. It's just like – I think it's – it's so it's both. It's like liberals aren't for them and the general population isn't even – like they're not for or against it. They're just like – I don't think Bitcoin speaks to enough people. Yeah, I sort of think I sort of think what happens. Part reason I'm giving her a little bit more edge is Bitcoin has a lot of money, Uh, and if she gets enough money, that might be the edge. I don't think it's Bitcoin specifically, but it may be if she gets enough Bitcoiners. um, And I don't know what his normal hall is. He's not a household name, you know. He's not Nancy Pelosi, so I don't know how much money he's getting thrown at. But he also might get lots of money from the. Um, from the institution, like you know, Democrats might support him, yeah, and give him money. I don't know. So, uh, but I it's, think I think Bitcoin has a lot of money in it, and that's why I'm going to go. Um, I'm, I'm going to go sixty percent instead of your seventy five percent that Brad wins. So I'm a little less confident. Yeah, that one's interesting. That that's interesting, and also with local ish politics, it's really hard to know. know. Yeah, I don't know enough yeah, about that uh, that area. So. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it could be because there's like, for example, a huge difference between where I live and where uh, uh, and then 60 miles up the road where Santa Fe is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's like it's probably similar or less or more. And like that's those are completely different types of people. So like, you, yeah, without living there, I don't know. And your vote matters more in a local election, too. So I'm not sure, but it'll be interesting to see that one. Um so next okay. one, will, yeah, will Nathan resume one. paying his? Will well, Nathan Nate, resume sorry, paying? Sorry, his, Nate. Oh, sorry. Nate. Will Nate? Will Nate resume paying his student loan debts yeah, uh, in twenty twenty two? He already thought they wouldn't resume in February, and that was confirmed today, as the payment pause has been extended through May first, twenty twenty two. I like this one a lot. Um, I'll go I first. am most confident. Gonna say, okay, you want to go first? Okay, yeah. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. You're not going to resume paying them. I don't. I, I think it's going to get extended again. And I'm like, just the whole uh, the whole attitude right now around student loans uh, in general is, is interesting. And then with COVID, I don't think the Democrats or and Biden's going to take a chance and like start letting people pay those back. <laughs> not in May. right. Yeah, right before 22, 22 yeah. elections. No way in hell. I don't. I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think no it's. I. I uh, I'm. I think I had eighty percent confident, but I really want to be like ninety percent confident. I think it's I'm going to put right. ninety. Let's yeah, I mean, 90. you never know. Let's, let's go ninety. Let's go. 90. Let's go ninety. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I am. I just. Okay. Here's here's the ten percent that I'm leaving open. The most likely chance of us repaying is 2022 elections happen and we resume payments. They announce payments right after that, and somehow they squeeze it in at the end. Okay, I'm trying to think if that'll happen. Uh, okay, I'd go ninety-five percent. I'm going to go 95%. And here's why. Because I think even if they do do it or resume after 2022, they won't do it in the middle of the holidays. 
which pushes us into right. 2023. So I'm gonna go 95%. Man, yeah, you make a good. I don't want to follow. I would go at 95, but I don't want to. I don't want to follow your style. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, keep you, it at 90. You, but that's so low. I, mean, I, I think updating your priors based on arguments is part of making good yeah. predictions, right? So feel free yeah. if you think it's. Uh, it's the, the, fine, well, the fine thing is if you do do that to wash it's like it's effectively yeah, a wash yeah. right well the the one thing i would think is like i mean this i feel like it's very low probability but like maybe they don't get to it maybe something else comes up and literally python like doesn't get to it you know what i mean they, they yeah. forget and it passes and or or they go back into effect like i could see that happening it's like i'm trying to think how, what would make that happen I mean, a black swan, an event I can't see happening would make that happen. So right, there you go. Keep it at ninety then. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking it's like it seems like a home run. So like, when you think go ninety two point five, that's, 90... that's exactly what I was thinking. That's funny. <laughs> ninety two point five. Put the that. Right. I mean, that's cool. actually a way to think about these things. Put the difference sometimes yeah. when you don't know the answer. Uh, yeah. So that was U.S. politic. His, uh, predictions. Any no, other ones you want to throw out off the, off the top of your head? Not that I can think of, but if you have any, feel free. Um, um, no, I mean, I think that's probably, I mean, will, uh, what's his name? Mitch McConnell finally die. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Come on. Donald Trump. Uh, oh yeah. Or oh, Donald Trump. Like if you, like, I think, Donald, uh, no, what, Donald Trump will last outlive me. <laughs> let's, let's make a Donald Trump predict. Like, do you think he announces he's running in 2020? I think he already technically has. I don't think he's announced he's actually yeah, I, running. I, I think he has. I thought he already has. Has he? Yeah, I thought so. Um, 24, I'm Googling right now. I think that's correct. I think he already has. Or has he never made the official? I don't think he's made it like official or anything. I don't know. I, I I feel like he's already kind of said it, so I just feel like that's a really weird one to make. Um, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just like. Well, I don't feel like he's announced it yet. Okay. So. How about how about we do a different question? Will any other person besides Trump announce their money? Oh, any other Republican? You know what I mean? We'll do it the opposite of the inverse. Um, that one's interesting. That one's really interesting. That one's really interesting because if Trump announces, no one's going to want to run against him. Not not even even a moderate Republican. Any, any, and it kind of tells us what they're thinking, right? Because um, if they're not running, they do need to announce around 2022 or late 2022. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the real answer is I'm going to go no. And the reason is they may just push it off into 2023, significantly past the elections. You're just going to wait. And, Trump's gonna have to make his move first. Yeah, and it'll give him buy him time, and they can always say, "Well, we'll just wait until 2023, right? You know, past the elections, definitely past the 2022 elections." So, yeah. um, I'm gonna say no, and I would say I am, I don't know, 70, 80 percent, 80 percent confident. I'll go 80 percent. I think. Well, I'm I'm not as confident because I I can see a like if I was being a political strategist, I can see an avenue for and it's it's a tough road but for a uh, the a woman republican who's slightly more moderate who like would come out and like it's would make it like hey like i'm the more reasonable trump it almost like would set herself up beside yeah, it has, i think no. it would have to be a woman to to go against trump to try to rein the party back in 
but I, I don't know. Okay, we're going to add that. We're going to add that one. We're going to add that to the prediction. Um, um, will 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 a female Republican announce that she's running? I think it would have to be. I think it would have to be. Okay, well then, uh, you say yeah. Uh, you think it's yes. So you think yes, they're going to run. Yeah, I think I think someone. Yeah, I mean, I'm like not very. Confident. See, I actually oh. think the most likely one is it because Donald Trump dies. Um, and oh, the, yeah, that's true. Like then, He's then, old. then it's going to be announcements. And the other second best option is Trump gets significantly sick, and one of his kids decides to run and endorses his kid. Yeah, that, that's I mean. He's only 75. He could live another 10, 15 years. That's probably. what I'm thinking. So, uh, and, and he doesn't just, and nothing seems to kill that guy. Even COVID couldn't take him out, and he's a beast. I know. So, I'm, I'm, I'm 80% confident no one else is going to announce their one. Yeah, this is the one I'm definitely less confident about. So, that's why I'm at 65. You know what? I might even reduce that to 55. Uh, yeah. So, you're just going to say, yes, someone else will announce at 55% chance. Uh, 55% yeah. chance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's ask a second question based on your logic here. Okay. Will. Any will any Republican woman announce they're running for president? Because I'm going to say uh, no at 95. Well, because the thing is, it has to be higher in my case, and in your case, it has to be lower, right? Because yeah. you now reduce the options. Yeah, I would say. I mean. Like what keeps coming in my head is someone like I don't think I, this isn't the person I think it would be, but someone like I don't know what's her name Cheney or whatever Liz her name Cheney. is Liz Cheney yeah someone like that I think there's I think there's a growing divide in the Republican Party and I and I don't know if it's at the tipping point yet but eventually there's going to be a tipping point where the Trumpism is so crazy it either it takes over or it starts to die and at that point that it starts to die as a strategist, you would want to put someone in there that could capture everyone who's not Trumpism. And I think the best way to do that would be a woman and not a dude like See, uh, the governor of Florida. So I think it'd be the only way to do it, but it's okay. I'm going like, to tell you my, I'm going to tell you my 5% scenario that someone runs as a woman announces running. Oh. It's going to be Ivanka and be Ivanka running. That's, that's, or that, that could be a way it goes to, I'm going to say yes, but only 51%. Okay. Yeah. I'm not super confident. It's, it has to be lower. It has to be lower. That's just statistically. It has to be. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not super confident in either of them, but I do think like, like I would have put money on it either way. I do think I would tell you is if this, if, if that's your answer to a woman, I think your percentage is wrong on will any other Republican announce your one. No, because I think, I think it is going to be a woman. I think it is a woman. Like I don't think a guy is going to do it. But you're just like discounting every other possibility out, and I think the real answer you're saying there's only a four percent chance that any male outside of Donald Trump runs for a. That's what you're saying yeah. in that in yeah. those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's take. I don't see because the 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 leading Republican men, if you will, I mean, is the Republican governor or the Florida governor uh desantis right but he's a trumpism he's a trump dude so he's not gonna go if trump goes like all the like the leading republican males like are all on trump's dick and so they're not gonna they're gonna wait for him to make his move what about um, larry hogan larry hogan could do it we don't know who larry hogan is he's the governor of maryland who hates trump even but i don't but i don't think like a, a i don't think like I'm, I'm thinking very specific strategy here, where the only reason anyone, even even that dude, would go, you have because if you go in 2022, you're gonna have to go against Trump. 
you have to go against him and you have to go against him hard, uh, real hard. Um, and the only way I think to do that, like I would just, I would, you know, like some former FBI agent. Oh, like Evan McMullen, Evan McMullen who yeah. went as the independent in Utah. Yeah. yeah. It's got oh, like, you're going to have he, to like, go is hard. Evan McMullen up for uh, election in 22? I think he is. Um, uh, that's actually would be a fun one too. Uh, in 2022 i think is yeah so he's he's running in, in um utah as an independent i believe that could be a fun one to ask if you want to do that who's that i don't know i don't know evan wallen is the cia guy out of um says utah mormon and he's running against i have mike lee i believe it is of utah um and so not Mitt Romney, the other guy for, for senate and he was he picked up like 15 percent or something and maybe it was 11 percent or something in utah when he was running as uh, uh, a presidential candidate. <laughs> Dang. I don't think he would do it good against Trump, though. No, but, like, he's, just, but, but, but he's not playing against Trump. He's running against right. – he is running against Mike Lee in 2022. Interesting. Yeah. So I think that's a fun one. I think we should probably do the Evan McMullen uh, as well. That would be a fun one. Let's do that. Will okay. Evan McMullen unseat Mike Lee in Utah? Mick Mullen. He's Mormon? Yeah, he's Mormon. Uh, he's a CIA, former CIA agent. He's running as an independent, I believe, um, against Mike Lee, who's a Republican. Uh, and he had picked up a significant, I want to say it was double digits, um, in the Trump-Clinton election in 2016. Uh, so I'm going to say... No, but I think he's going to pick up a sizable percentage. So I think I gotta can't go with a too confident here because I think it's possible. I think it'll go seventy five percent. Let's say uh, he will not win, but he has a twenty five percent chance of doing it. I can believe that. I don't know much about his opponent. He is not Mick Romney. And <laughs> who's the other Utah center? Uh, right. And he's not, he's very much a Trumpy. Um, Mike uh, Lee is? Uh, yes. He's very well known. So, um, Man, and, and the reason is Utah don't particularly like Trump. Um, they were, they had, what, that, they've yeah. had a borderline insurrection. That's why Mitt Romney got away with it. So I just think there's at least a sizable chance that McMullen gets away with it. But the party, the ability to just get somebody to switch your number is so hard. People just go R, yeah. R, R. It's just very, very hard to think to do. So I, I'm, I am, I am the low confidence here. But I didn't, he's but I, been in office for ten years. But I do think it's, I think it's a possibility. I just don't think it's a great. Let's put that way. I'm going to go with no, but only sixty percent, because it's very hard to beat incumbents. They often win. They have like eighty percent chance of winning, anyways. I do think there's a, like, of anyone, Evan seems like he would have a good chance, but incumbents are just really hard to, to beat. Yeah, that's sort of why I'm at seventy five. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I, I, I give 25%, 25% is a pretty good chance for an independent, to be honest, is what I'm, giving, that's what I'm giving him. You're giving him a 40% chance. So we're giving him a good, good odds, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll, he'll get close, but it's also about, also about the long game, setting up future things. Who knows? Um, yeah. So, but all right, moving on to international relations. Yeah. The first one is will Russia invade Ukraine? They haven't done it yet. They're lining up troops on the border. And I think you're going to do it. I think Putin is a fucking crazy person. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't give. He didn't give any fucks. 
Yeah, no, he, he really does doesn't. And he and he's been fucking with us and everyone else during oil and everything else. So I'm a yes. I'm a yes on this. Uh, and I think it's a destabilizing move. And I think the other thing is inherently because of all the economic situation we talk about and how inherently destabilizing it is across the world. There are going to be events like this that happen, and this is a yeah. this is one that like all the implications are happening. So like the massive troops on the border is exactly how World War uh, uh, One and Two started. Like like Two right. started with Ukraine, like a Poland invasion, but World War One started with the massive troops on the border, uh, right. and, and moving. And then World War Two happened when they moved the troops off the border. So yes, I I'm 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 inclined to think it will happen. Um, and how what's my confidence level on this one? I don't really know that's uh obviously it's about 50 percent, and i think i put it at 75 percent, and that's probably about where i really think it is um, wow that's pretty high yeah and i don't know if i'm that do it would be a good the timing would be real good 2022 timing would be real good again you got, he's always thinking about u.s elections Putin's always thinking about U.S. elections. He's he he really likes to use them to destabilize our country and and annoy us and piss us off. And uh, and that's he, another he thing. Makes I, mean, I guess, and we already think Republicans are going to win in twenty twenty two. Right. And I think that increases the odds he can do it because then it increases the odds that Trump wins in twenty twenty four, who sucks Putin's dick. So I am of the seventy five percent. Yeah. And if and if Republicans take over everything and then and they don't care about Trump likes that and starts, well, you know, and, and Republicans love for whatever reason, love Russia now. So like they're borderline yeah, they traitors. Do. So I'm 75 yeah, percent. Man, I'm going to go. I'm not quite that confident because I mean, but well, I why wouldn't I think, he do but, it? I, but I think I increased your odds. So, yeah, you did. Why wouldn't he do it, though? So we got to think about well, yeah, why wouldn't he do it? Maybe because he because that's a. Pardon the pun, but a Trump card. Maybe he doesn't want to play in twenty twenty two, and maybe he's just threatening to get um, power at the table. That's the most likely thing. Yeah, that he's not. You know, it's all a power production game. To maybe we placate get... him and he doesn't do it, and Biden's good. Yeah, at this we game agree to we agree playing this game for agree to buy uh, lots of Russian oil for a good price or something. I don't know. Like, and he thinks and he thinks Biden's weak. Yeah, that's probably. It. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say yeah, but I'm gonna go a little bit under that. I might go sixty-five percent. Yep. Okay. So, so kind of that's actually what I was thinking you were going to do, based on what we we're talking about. Okay. Cool. So next one: Will uh, Evergrande crisis uh, yeah, lead to significant economic contagion outside China? This is a bit. Uh, I have beholders willing to debate whether or not it happened because um, yeah. it already has some economic contagion. Sure. We're seeing that. We're seeing outs. First of all, they're only playing inside. Uh, so they defaulted, but they defaulted on out external outside of the country uh, loans. So we're already seeing contagion, you know, effects out there, but we're not seeing massive contagion. Well, I wouldn't call it significant economic contagion any, by any means. So I'm, I'm on the absolute, uh, I'm going to go no here. Cause I think it probably would have seen more already. And, and, and I am, let's see, I'm, I guess I'm 60%, no, I'm a little higher, 70% uh, confident, that's true, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm very similar. I don't think it'll happen. China is, because of what I'm thinking of, is because China's already financial system is so insulary, and, and I mean, it's like, you can't get money out that, uh, you know, a lot of our companies can't get their money out. They're actually, I think, forcing another company called Didi to delist uh, on mm -hmm. our stock exchange. Like China doesn't want 
they don't want their companies intermingling with our co- they want to put their money in our companies of course and, and own them but china tries to maneuver and they have the force of will of the government to really prevent certain things and i agree if if it was going to be like i don't know if i thought it was gonna be a big deal but i thought it might it might have been a little bit bigger deal than it was or has been already a little slightly surprised it wasn't a bigger deal but things seem to be fine so i'm gonna i'm gonna say 75 i'm a little bit more confident that i don't think anything's gonna happen uh outside of china okay. and who knows even what's happening inside of china Okay, then uh, we saw we asked a question. This is a bit again, uh, I the beholder. We try to explain what we're looking at here. Will any country see an armed insurgency over COVID mandates more uh, uh, more than what we are already seeing in Australia and in Germany, which are more akin in in our in our, in our view to the Black Lives Matter uh, protests slash riots um, than January sixth? Like it doesn't quite seem to have gone to that extreme yet, but. I think we're on the edge. Uh, and so the question is, where well, we are we should, actually going to see this? You should, uh, can you give like a quick, cause maybe not everyone maybe is following about this. We're arguing it in the group chat every day. <laughs> like we do uh, about what's happening in like Australia. Like why? So Just like these quick. are, so I believe they have universal uh, uh, fax mandates, ma- mass mandates, but not just that, like a lot of quarantine, forced quarantine for vaccinations. Uh, so non-vaccinated folks are being forced into quarantine and not going out. Um, although to be fair, I want to be very clear. I'm not through all the rules, like some Germany, I think Germany might be like, you can't go out if you're vaxxed, you have to like stay in your own little pod inside the house and you can't leave. And then other places are like, you can't go anywhere uh, unless you are fully vaxxed. I don't know. I don't know all the rules. So, but we are seeing massive pushback on whatever the COVID mandates. We're also seeing a lot in Canada. Uh, so we're seeing Austria, Germany, Canada, some parts of the other parts of the EU. Um, and I'm not fully sure what the rules are, but they're more stringent than anywhere here in the United States, except for maybe some cities here, uh, but certainly not universal across the country here. So, well, and I don't know if that news thing I saw was real, but it's like the, the government's calling people and asking if they've been vaccinated or if they're quarantining or something. And if you're not, they come and find you like it's really creepy stuff. Like even stuff like I'm not even on board with, and I'm on board with, you know, a lot of <laughs> mandates, yep. this vaccinations. Uh, but even some of that, I'm like, Oh man, that seems real quick. So, but, but are Germany and Australia, like, are they really, they're having, lo- are those really the countries that do this kind of, if this was in France, we'd already be there, but like, does that really I, happen? Well, to be fair, I think it's, I think France is already destabilizing as well over this stuff. So um, France so yeah. gets pissed. Yeah, and I think France is one of the ones that are already having the riots. So I would put them in that oh, group yeah. too. So I think we're all there, yeah. but I don't think we're fully at that level where we'd call it like something akin to revolution or insurrection, which is what we saw on January six. Like we're just yeah. at like we're at like violent protests. Let's put it that way. I'm gonna say no. I don't think so, but. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm I'm, I'm going to go say no too, but I'm not very confident this one. I'm going to be like no at like fifty five percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm about. I mean, it really only takes like one it, crazy it, it, it or, takes or a couple one. of crazies. Like, yeah, we don't know what's going on the internet. Minute. I don't follow inside these groups, so like, and we already saw an insurrection on January six. So yeah. like, you have to take in the fact we've already done this and we weren't even. And it wasn't over COVID mandates, so right. Uh, no, but you know, I might do. 
I might go a little off the wall here and say 58%. Okay. You just want to be a little different so that someone gets points here? Yeah, it's, uh, not enough enough base five in here. Let's let's get a little crazy. Let's go base four, base two. Okay. Um, so next uh, is the COVID the, uh, slash Omicron predictions. Uh, basically, the versions of Omicron maybe think we should probably get into this a little bit. I realized. Yeah. Um, so the first question is, will Luke get COVID? <laughs> so what's I, I know a number of my friends have already gotten COVID. I know a number of people have gotten COVID. Um, I'm going to go with yes. But I'm going I feel like if I, but I feel like yes. Really? You think so? 80%? <laughs> yes, for both of us, 80%. Because I, I think, I, but, I just think, I think everyone's going to get it, and I think we're going to probably gonna get this year. So I do, but part of me thinks like, oh, if I if I say yes, then do I have a? Then are my incentives really aligned? Uh, you know what I mean? So I oh yeah, like you want to you, you 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 want to put uh, it, it got you got to vote on no on yourself, right? Or it's kind of like betting your for your team to lose. Okay, I'll do um, that. You're right. Okay, but I'm gonna put. But I'm pretty like, like this is I this is this is the moment where it's like. Uh, this is the moment where you, you kind of see your, your own hubris. I feel like no 95%. I'm not going to put that, but I'm like almost no 85%. Like, I don't think so. I do think everyone's going to get it, but is the next year when we get it? Omicron is when we get it. And this is next year. So oh, man. Play, I, was playing I don't this know. Year. That one's hard. That one's hard. But, and I want to say, well, I haven't gotten it yet, but I don't really take those many, that many precautions. I mean, I'm, I have a booster. So will Nate get COVID? I am going to go. I don't want to say yes, you're right, because I don't want to actually incentivize myself to go out and get it. Um, so I'm going to say uh, no at 60%. So so my it's a, I'm going to be honest, no at 55%. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm to give myself the edge. Like, okay, you definitely don't get it if you can help. So it. what, I mean, do you have a lot of trips planned next year? Yeah, I'm going to, there's that. Will Nate go on his That's vacation true. at the end of February? So I, I'll tell you this. The next question is, will Nate go on his vacation at the end of February? Let me explain this, then you can make a prediction. Um, I got the insurance precisely because I don't know if it's going to happen, but we had a big plan for trip for Kenya, and then Omicron came along, so we moved it back to 2023. That was my whole family. But I still – that was my big trip for the whole year, and I just need to get out. Of, I really just haven't traveled, and I want to get out. And so I was like, well, where can I go safely? Well, San Juan – which is in Puerto Rico is the United States, which means I won't be like stuck overseas if I get stuck because of COVID. Uh, it has the highest vaccination rate in all the country, uh, 80, 80, 85% almost. Uh, it's basically 10% higher than here in the area and 15% higher than the whole c- country. Um, so that made me feel good. And I was like, well, what's also going on? Oh, there's a, there's a cruise going out of it. So the cruise is going out of San Juan. And this is a Norwegian cruise line, which requires full vaccination, proof of full vaccination, and a negative test within 24 hours before you can board. So both of those things. So you can still get it on there. But you're, you're per- going on not, a cruise ship? <laughs> it's not perfect, but it's as close as you're going to get to go on a cruise, right? It's as, it, Whereas other cruise ships are like you can get a negative test or you can get vaccinated or whatever else or, you know, looser. No, that, this one's done double. And I'm like, that's that's a good thing sign for me. But I think, I think the odds of me getting on that cruise ship are not zero. It's certainly pretty high. And if I go on that you're trip... COVID. <laughs> so there you go that's what's gonna happen 95 percent for me i think you're getting covid it was it, I, I wasn't sure but then you said you're getting on a cruise ship i was like oh dude you're getting covid for sure <laughs> that's why i thought i should tell you that uh that's funny. now i, I, mean, I do my, have a lot 
Okay, drop me down to fifty one percent. That's hilarious. <laughs> to be fair, I'm also going on a few trips next year. So, but they're not cruise ships; they're just plane rides, and then you know, a wedding, and then <laughs> maybe to Vegas. So. I mean, that, that, I'm always avoiding of course cruise ships. But the deal is so good, and I was like, I was looking at what are your projections. <laughs> I'm like, those are pretty solid. They're as good as you're gonna get. That's true. Uh, so, like, I was like, and um. And I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going to get – so I already got boosted, but I'm getting boosted again, uh, at least probably post the holidays, I think. So the reason is, like, I got a Moderna booster, but I got the J&J originally, which doesn't seem to be too effective against Omicron. Yeah. So I think I I'm going to get another Moderna or Pfizer uh, post holidays or next week even. Like, if I can get it early next week, that's probably when I'll do it before it. Because yeah. then I'll, like, I'll start working when I'm at – if I go to a New Year's party or whatever. Um, yeah. There's so. New Year's parties. That's true. So yeah, like, man, this is there's a lot of danger. Yeah, we're probably all getting COVID. Uh, I, <laughs> that's why I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're gonna get it. Yes, eighty percent. Ah, yeah, eighty percent may not even be high enough for me on you. Okay, I'm going higher on you. Ninety percent. Damn it. Well, you got to think like, if I lose my bet of, of myself, no, I ninety. Make just it put it ninety. Put that ninety. I don't think yours is. You're you're not quite as dangerous as the other thing is. You don't live in DC. Um, that's true. Uh, so my place is like I'm engaged, and a lot of your activities are a lot outside, or even during the winter. I think right. Yeah, uh, and yeah. you're not as packed, so I just think you're probably a little more protected. Yeah, I mean, good. even it, it's going to be 60 degrees here, yeah, uh, like next week. You know what I mean? And like, even yeah. when we go out drinking, we sit outside at the brewery. We go, yeah, like, yeah. It's it's a it's a different lifestyle, I think. For, but I but again, I know, I already know a dude here who got it. One of my really good buddies got it here, just at work at Costco. I go to Costco all the time, so it's like yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, 87.5. Make it interesting. That's what I want to go for you. 87.5. I think that's probably right. 87.5. All right. Boom. Okay. Right, that'll be fun to see. Well, maybe not fun. But... <laughs> I mean, at least if we get it, at least if I get it, I didn't lose a whole lot. On, uh... Okay. Yeah. Oh, Nate going on his vacation at the end of February. That's the vacation. Will I go? Because uh, the thing is, like, it'll depend whether it even gets canceled, whether it even goes. I'm going to go with True. yes at 60%. I really want to go. So like I'm going to do what I can, but you know, there's no guarantees here. And keep in mind, I have two. Oh shit. We should ask another question. This would only apply if I go on the vacation. Uh, we'll do that in a second. Okay. Uh, so keep in mind, I have to take a COVID test and clean 24 hours before I can board that plane. And then uh, I guess you could get stuck. We'll call it, if I get on the plane, we'll call it going on vacation. Even if I don't, can't get, I get it and mm-hmm. say, let's get it in San Juan and I can't get on the uh, cruise ship because I'm going to spend three days in San Juan before I go to the cruise ship. I will still call that going on vacation. So we'll call that going Yeah, on. me too. Can I board that plane, basically? Am I going to board the plane? I'm going to say yes at 75%. I, th- I really think it's going to happen. Man, even maybe more. Like, I don't like, man, are we going to, like, is Omicron or some other variant going to shut us all down again? I don't know. Yeah, well, I took the insurance out on all this stuff so that I could like. That's no, you should take insurance out. That's I bought a I bought a comedy ticket for January, I think, and I got insurance on that. It was like not even you know hundred bucks, and I'm like, nah, I better get insurance on that. You never know. Okay, um, all right, um, let's go to the second question, and this is the question uh, uh, that only applies. Let's add this one. It only applies if I go on this uh, vacation. If I go on the vacation, does Nathan is Nathan either not able to board the the cruise because he tests positive in that three day window, or is he stuck in San Juan after he gets back from the cruise? 
get stuck get stuck somewhere because of the cruise. I would say either one of them. He gets stuck somewhere or be unable to board the cruise. Funny enough, okay. I think that's that seems kind of like that's that's a good. Uh... And again, this only applies if I go on vacation. So yeah. let's assume that that already happened. We're 100% sure of that knowledge um, from that. Oh, God, this scares the shit out of me. Because I want to say no at like 30%. But God, I'm so worried about it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm actually almost worried, more worried about that than whether I'm going to go on the vacation. Because at least. Yeah. I think like, well, it really should be like, it, yes, at 75, at 70%. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? So, so I'm saying I will you not get, get stuck. stuck. I will not get stuck. Uh, and I will not be unable to board the cruise. Uh, and I'm saying the odds, so the odds that I do are 30%. Oh, yeah. Odd at 70, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. no at 70%. Yeah. No at 70%. Um, will, will you get stuck? I don't think so. But that, that something like that, could, I mean, when you, when you, whenever you travel, things happen. Yeah. And things could definitely happen. And then we're adding Omicron on top of it. So and COVID on top of it. Yeah. I'm going to say 60%. I don't think, I think you're probably good, but I'm going to try gain a little bit of a lead here if it does happen. Okay. Um, and that again will only apply if I actually go on vacation. So yeah. we'll find out. Uh, okay. Uh, next COVID question. Will we see a major city have overcapacity in hospitals as a result of the Omicron search? Again, there's a little eye beholder here. What's a major, what's a, what's a major city? Um, but I, I think we can probably come to an agreement once it happens, if it happens, unless there's something you want um, to define it as. You do I don't top, know, top, 10, top 20, 30. I don't know. What do you think? Top, top, top 50 10? market or top, you know, top 50, top 50 marketplace. Uh, uh, Nielsen. For, so for context, Albuquerque is like the 35th biggest city. So you're talking about even, so even cities smaller than Albuquerque. Okay, um, let's go top thirty then. A top top thirty largest cities, I guess. I mean, this, the problem is, I do um, think like if Albuquerque has a hospital overcapacity, people in Albuquerque are gonna die. That's pretty significant. So, uh, yeah, we do. I don't know. They we we have a pretty we got some big hospitals here. Uh, so do you think people you, get flown you, here? Wait, too. Wait, do you want Albuquerque included in this question or not? Because DC is included anyway. Yeah, um, it's like. Um, I like it, like we could include it, but we shouldn't include much smaller cities, right? Like, so it, top 40, Albuquerque but... is about, yeah, top 40, I think, is about like where you should cut it. Like, you're talking about Raleigh, North Carolina, Albuquerque, places like that. I think you could still consider, I mean, it's pretty much it's a city, it's just a small city, right? Okay, we have so, trauma yeah. one level, so, well, yeah, that centers, yeah, okay, let's call it um, top 40 then, top 40. I, I'm gonna say no on this one, I don't think so. Which yeah, right, from, what, from, from what I'm seeing about. Uh, Omicron, it's at mild symptoms, and so because it is more transmissible, but mild symptoms. So I think, uh, and a lot of people are boosted. So I'm going to say like that kind of combination would probably keep will probably keep them from going over capacity. I don't think we'll see what we saw originally. Okay. All right. So I'm pretty confident no. about that. Okay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Mm, I mean, you never know with COVID. I mean, unless like the information we know is wrong. Uh, no, I'm going to go 75%. I'm pretty confident about that. I'm going to go yes. Uh, and the reason is I think this is a question of numbers. Uh, it's spreading True. so fast. 
and True. you only and even the breakthrough can be problematic and it's not as the vaccines aren't as effective so i'm gonna go yes and i'm gonna go 60 percent. i think but we have a big split on that one because you're a yes and i'm no we're both confident in our yeah in our things i do that's a big split i mean the thing is you only need we see actually uh, we need to make very clear one major city right we only need one and you only need one badly run thing with a badly run covid surge and you're gonna have it yeah man yeah you're trying to convince me because if it's yeah just one city and it transmissions trans it's it's transmits really fast it's like two and a half times bigger than delta which was faster and this is exponential growth right this is how exponential growth works so like the thing and it happens quick and it happens fast yeah so i'm 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 i think it's gonna happen i really do think someone's some people and the reason i'm asking this question is because we have this is a public policy question if we don't have, if we have overcapacity in people in hospitals, people die, not just of COVID, but other things. And uh-huh. I think it's important for us to think about how exponential growth works. So I, I, I wanted to ask this question, and I'm, um, and that's why I wanted to ask it. And I do think uh, the odds are. You, you didn't change my, you didn't change my position, but you, you maybe made me a little less confident in mine. Okay. So I'm so I'm gonna say no still, but I'm gonna say about sixty percent. So okay. we're still so really if we were both yes, mine is yes is at forty percent. So we're yeah. yeah. We're we're twenty percent difference basically. Yep. So yeah. Okay. All right. And, and the reason I want, I'm glad we're doing this is this is how I think smart people think about things. They change their priors based on new information, yeah. how to think about things. Okay. Will we have a variant yeah, that I think overtakes, you might win that one? <laughs> uh will we have a variant that overtakes Omicron? Ah oh, man. It, it it feels like it like it feels like in what 20 how long have we been in this you know 18 24 months or something like that like we've already had three and so th- by the way we don't mean to are, okay i think we need to be a little bit more are we saying that this will take overtake omicron in cases or will are we saying it just becomes a named variant like a name like well the, i don't know the way i kind of think of it is like does the media make it a big deal kind of right like is that is that what we're worried about now like is like, i think we're we worried about the delta i think we need to change the terms because that's a bit too subjective we're just going to debate whether or not it became that how about will we have a new named variant how about i like that yeah yeah let's make it cleaner we have a new named variant and by that i mean um not just variant xyz blah 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 it's going to be one of the they're going to figure out what to do at the end of the (laughs) greek alphabet because i guess right yeah okay a little more confident of that because then, then we from have what that- I know, from what I know, this and this this might sound crazy, but or from what I've read, is the Omicron variant is actually a good sign. It it it's kind of it. This is how a lot of pandemics dies. They become less. Good. They become less deadly, more transmissible, and then they just kind of become. It's like, like running a brush fluid. dryer through real quick. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. while we're going to have people die from the overcapacity, if I'm right about that, uh, I think as a result we could get past. We can get past the pandemic phase and enter the endemic phase where we just have like a seasonal um, right. uh, uh, COVID very, uh, and we get vaccine yeah. every time and we kind of see what's coming and we have quick MRI vaccines and they produce them quickly. So, yeah, I do agree with you that this could potentially end what we see as pandemic. And, and so, right. but again, it's the question for 2022. That's the other thing, because I do think we're going to see other named variants. The question is, are they going to happen in 2022? So I think it's it's a that one's yeah that one's hard because i mean like I said, we've seen three in 12 months but i don't I, you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna make a bet and just say no 
not super confident on that. And uh, I don't know. That's not one I would really put money on, but I might go 55% on that one. See, I was going to go yes, 55%. I would feel more safe with your bet, but I like my bet too because I want to yeah. be right. I mean, both of them are very close. Yeah. We're 10% of cross. We're not, not, we're, not, we're not actually that different on the yeah. odds of this event happening. Okay. Uh, uh, mm. So how soon will we have an Omicron? We need to be a little more specific. Um, um, oh God, God. Uh, how do we want to ask this question? How about, yeah, uh, sure. how about will we see... Like a vaccine and not a booster? Will we see an va- Omicron-specific-vaccine within the next six months? How about that? Let's put, put a time frame on it, because I think otherwise it's really hard to ask. Yeah. By July, uh, you know, end of June, I guess. Uh, you know, we'll say but July 31st. No, I think it's June 31st is the uh, six months, right? Isn't it? Oh. June 31st. June 31st, March, April, May, June. You're right, June. June 31st, yeah. I think the answer is yes. I think uh, they're already working on it. I can tell you that. Uh, Modern's working on it. Uh, and I think we will. And I think we'll prove it because... So this, this gets into how the vaccines work. I don't know how many people know this. I don't know if you know this, Luke, but it targets a spike protein. Um, and the spike protein, uh, the, so the original, the original mRNA vaccines were aimed at the COVID original, if you want to call it, whatever the one that is. Um, and every one of the variants have had slight changes uh, to, to the whole virus, including the spike proteins. But Omicron had like something like 12 changes, 12 mutations, whereas the other ones had a couple and that's why they were effective against Delta and other things. And that's why they were worried about Omicron. And that's why they're going to create an Omicron-specific vaccine. And I think with the mRNA vaccines, we're moving very quickly. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see one by March or April. So I'm going to say yes. And I am 80% confident on that. I didn't know any of that. I mean, I knew about the spike proteins. And I knew that Omicron has like more, has like 20 variants or whatever. Um, but I didn't know they were necessarily even were going to work on one or... Yeah, Moderna's announced they plan on it. And um, well, if that's true, then I'm going to say yes as well. I don't know as well as you, but you made a very convincing argument. So I'm going to say 75%. Okay, then I'm raising mine to 85% to make some money here because I think I'm going to be right here. Because I talked you into it. I really should have just kept my mouth shut, but I had to explain to (laughs) workers. Yeah, I would have said no. Um, but that makes but no, sense. I'm actually okay with you. you I'm okay with both of us updating our priors based on information because I think that's how smart people learn, right? That's that's how we learn. Okay, so you got You always got to be ready to do that. So that was this, and now we got to move on to your favorite part of it. Bitcoin, Bitcoin predictions. Prediction. So we kept this at the end because some of you guys may want to dip out for it. So, um, uh, and the last last part will be podcast predictions, which are partly goals, I think, actually. Um, yeah. So Bitcoin predictions. We'll let us non-blockchain, non-Bitcoin publicly traded company that has to date not put Bitcoin on their balance sheet, put it on their balance sheet in 2022. Yeah, I think almost certainly. Yes. I'm going with yes as well. How confident are you? Man, I'm like super confident on that one. My instincts are at least 80%. Yeah, at least. Oh, I, yeah. No, my I'm I'm debating in my head. Is it eighty? Is it is it ninety five? Like, because this could be just some small little publicly traded company. Like, I think it. I think ninety. Uh, I'm yeah, go I 90. just think so. I'm gonna go yeah. 90. 
I'm gonna go 95 just to try to beat you out a little bit. We gotta make up for the <laughs> Omicron specific one. <laughs> um, okay. Will any of the FANG companies put Bitcoin in the balance sheet? For those of you, for, for listeners, that's Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Um, or always known as Alphabet. And and I guess Facebook is now known as Meta, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. that's what that's what the FANG companies are. That one's that one's a tougher question for sure. I'm a no on this one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think I'm a no as well on this one because I think there. I don't think in the next year. First of all, this is another good example of uh, how probabilities should make sense. This has to be lower than the other one, precisely because right. this is a smaller, a smaller segment yeah. than the exactly. which is of the same component of the earlier one. So it has to be lower. Right. Right. I think no, because just because public sentiment and that they got boards to worry about they got stakeholders to worry about and those are huge companies and uh huge public companies and i i think it would be too it's, it's still too hot for them right now they, sure. their boards are boards of big public companies are not <laughs> innovative they want to just status quo all full steam ahead like let's not change any let's not be crazy here so i'm actually super confident that so I also want to talk about probability predictions right here because this has been made. This made me think. So I don't know if you guys know if if people you know this. I don't know if you know this, Luke, but there's they've done studies Mm -hmm. and they've proven that people will take will pay more money for a earthquake only insurance in California than they will for any insurance that includes earthquakes, (laughs) like natural disaster, which includes earthquakes. And the reason is people can envision that happening. So right. people can envision a fan company easier than they can necessarily could envision a, a maybe small publicly traded company because uh, they don't really think about them very often. So if right. you were to ask these two things separately to different people without balancing them, they might have it may be inverse of them. Might, Fang might be really right. too high if you didn't have the other one. Right. So it would say fifty percent publicly traded, ninety five percent Google or something. When you're trying to come up with a probability guess on something i highly recommend that you do two things one okay I'll, this is the question i really want to answer figure out what the broader question is and answer that one and figure yeah. out what the less broad question and answer that one as well and then you can kind of zoom in where you think this one might be right what, you what can, is the, you can do proofs this way actually yeah exactly That's how you can do proofs. it has to because it has to be between those two it's like like yeah. so if I, we could add we could add another one here we could add um Actually, we might as well. Let's do it to prove it. Okay, well, let's add our, let's add our percentage here. Then I'm going to add another one. Uh, I'm pretty confident, but like, so what we're talking about? Facebook, Apple, Google, Netflix. What's the other one? Uh, so, so it's Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Amazon. Oh, I mean, do, are there any wild cards in there that might turn it to yes? Um, I don't think so. Mark Zuckerberg, no way. Google, no way. Netflix, too worried about other things, no way. Apple, what's the point? <laughs> they're they're worth they're already they're like actually I would say Apple is probably the most likely one to do it. They would be the most likely, but I still don't think they would do it because they have tons of cash. They have so an easy cash. way to integrate. Uh, that, that's been the one on one issue. But the other thing is they have an easy way to integrate Lightning and Bitcoin into their wallet, uh, and at some point they will, and that may they lead will. them to also pick up you know one percent of their balance sheet, right? Because the thing is, it doesn't need to be a significant. They could put one percent and have a significant. Sure. For them, one sure. percent would be a huge amount of money. And yeah. there's evidence that if these guys had put one percent, they would have outperformed like everything else. Yeah, but I don't. 
what up? It's like, I don't think they think that way. And like, it might happen indirectly if they, you know, put the lightning app on, on Apple and then take a 1% Bitcoin somehow. But like, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen in the next 12 months. Okay. I don't. All right. So, um... but, but that, but you got it. That's how you got to think about these things. Like, is there like, why not? Like, right. And you got to think like for and against both sides. Yep. Like that's a pretty compelling argument. I still don't think it is. So I'm going to say like, no, but like 67.3%. <laughs> That's very specific. I'm actually at not no at ninety percent. I don't think any of them are going to do it uh, this year. Maybe maybe twenty twenty three. Yeah, um, it's I could I could see some weird. I don't know. Lots there's lots of weird things. Uh, it, okay, if it jumps up to five hundred thousand okay. dollars. Never know. Let's ask a separate question and prove our point earlier about how to think about these things. Will any of the will? How about instead of will any of the fan companies? How about will Amazon, Apple, or Amazon? put Bitcoin in balance sheet. And I'm picking those two for a reason. I think of the FANG companies, yeah. maybe Google as well, but I don't know, maybe Facebook as well. But of those two, if they ever put it on the balance sheet, the game is sort of over. Bitcoin is- Are you asking Are you asking if one of them does, which one will do it? Or are you asking, will one of these do it? No, will either will either Apple or Amazon put Bitcoin on the balance sheet? There's a reason, another reason I'm asking the question is because I believe- very wholeheartedly that if either of these two companies out of the fang, the other ones, maybe the game is sort of over. They're both really high institutions, well-respected. Uh, and if either of them put them over, Bitcoin is normalized. Um, and it's going to be very, very hard for the government to ever ban it or, or really put really strong hindrances on it. Whereas Facebook, they don't particularly like Facebook right now. Google is sort of eh, in between the two and Netflix is just on its kind of own different. Um, so I think these two, if we ever get it on their balance sheet, uh, Bitcoin just takes off. Uh, and with the other ones, it's going to be a huge incentive for them to do it, but it's going to, I don't think it's as important. Um, that's why I'm asking this question. But the other reason I'm asking this question is to prove our point earlier. Both of our predictions should be, um, should decrease the, the chance mm -hmm. of either of them putting it on uh decrease the chance of the event happening because it's smaller chance right so in my case yeah i'm gonna go no and i'm 98 percent sure that's gonna happen yeah i'm gonna um, lose a lot of money if they do but i'm okay with it because i'll make a lot more money on bitcoin <laughs> yeah i think of these two apple is far and away more likely i agree um, with that to do it um but will like i just the only way I can see is that payment routes thing. I don't think they're just going to buy it. Okay. You know? First of all, I want to say I would not consider putting it on the balance sheet if they just add a payments thing, unless they keep it on their balance sheet. Right. Um, so even if they get Bitcoin and, and they, they have if to if not they allow, convert it. If they, if they allow users to uh, just transact in it, I don't think that's the same as keep putting it on their balance sheet. I'm saying put it in. The, actually, we should probably say instead of put their balance sheet, I want to be very clear what I'm talking about. Put it in their treasury. Like that. I, let's call it in balance sheet. Instead of balance sheet, let's put it on the treasury. I, that's what I really mean. Like, are they going to use it as an asset? Uh, and I think we should be very clear. That's what I meant. Uh, and so if that changes your, any of your numbers above. Yeah, it doesn't because that's kind of how it's saying about it. I knew, like, I knew what you meant, but yeah, that's a, that's a good reframe. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I would, I would, I probably wouldn't do this bet, but like, I like would feel pretty confident if I did. Um, so, I mean, and my, mine are kind of, because yours are all, no, I guess they're all messed up. So, I mean, I'm very confident, like 98% no. Not that, not quite that confident. Um, but, you know, like... So you're 67.3%, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, yours, 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. It has to go because, yeah. like, if you yeah. think about it, yeah, it has to go up. That, that's that's right. what I was saying. Is like we switched yeah. them, so they really yeah. should all be. Yeah, you know, my no is five. Yeah, yep, you need that's to go up. Yeah, so it's like I reversed them. But. Yep, you need to go up yeah. to eighty-five percent. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that makes sense. I agree with that. So you yeah. you think there's a fifteen percent chance that either of them do? I hope you're right. I hope you're more accurate than I am because God, that'd be good. That'd be good for me. Okay, all right. So that's a really good example. Why of do you I hold them or something? Do you hold their stock? No, because I think that if they do oh, it, oh, you mean it would explode. It's, it's good for Bitcoin. Oh God, yeah, it's good for Bitcoin. Uh, I'm just dreaming of it. Okay, another right. Bitcoin question. We got, we got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven more, and we're gonna get out of here. So we've been running for a long time, but let's just finish them out. Uh, so guys, this is a long one. Sorry, guys. I'll put that warning up front, I guess, uh, in the show notes. Okay. Uh, in the United States, will a publicly traded chain restaurant, including fast food, start accepting Bitcoin? Um, like for payments is what I'm thinking. Like just you know, will a publicly traded? Yeah, because there there are small little guys. I okay. think that would do it. I'm thinking like someone yeah. who's publicly traded, uh, and I want to include fast food there because like I think well, I'll be honest, I think fast food is more likely than like say Chili's. You know what I mean? A sit down chain restaurant, right? Um, and will they start accepting Bitcoin? I'm gonna say I, I could I'm really interesting because this. this is specifically human to the United States. Uh, the thing is, we I want to be very clear uh, for those listeners who don't know this. El Salvador is already doing this, so there are there are they already have the infrastructure. They know how to do it. They would just learn it from uh, down in El Salvador. I think yeah. I think I think yeah. I think we could see some. Uh, I don't know, Shake Shack, Five Guys Burgers, like you know. Uh, one something like that, maybe even McDonald's. I don't think McDonald's would do it, but a and big company enough, that McDonald's is already about. doing it in El Salvador. So right, I actually would right, put yeah, the odds yeah. on yeah. McDonald's above. I put Five Guys or anything. And I think I see. I think it's Five Guys publicly traded. I don't think it is. Maybe they're not. They might not be. I just mean like that kind of area of like casual fast dining, like yeah. uh, not like not most well known, but like everyone kind of like, or maybe even like a what's in California. But just remember, it has to be publicly traded. Because it will right. not be in and out. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I assume they all are. I don't really know. Well, <laughs> I, mean, no, I assume if they're not, a chain, they're publicly traded, right? No, they are. No, not. I know it's not necessarily, but in and out. I mean, like I don't know the list. In and out is not publicly traded. For instance, like not publicly traded. So, uh, so uh, the reason I did publicly traded is partly because, okay, I was thinking public, the public trade has a board and like, and they have to like, right. they have a board and limitations yeah. that like private right. guys, like five guys is uh, a very, it's a little more private, I think. So they're going to have a little bit more control to do these things. And I already know, like, I don't know uh, with Tahini's or whatever up in Canada. They, I mean, they're big Bitcoin proponents. I don't know if they accept any yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were flipped over to it and they have a chain and they're not publicly traded, which is exactly my point. It's going to be publicly traded, not some privately owned company. I think so. I still think so, because like I think it's a good strategic move. Like first of all, uh, profit margins very low on these um, types of companies, and maybe some of them aren't doing so well, and they might see this as an out. Okay. And I think that would be a very valid. I think you could convince a board that hey, things aren't going well. We already only have half a percent profit margin. Let's start accepting Bitcoin. A lot of those Bitcoins will just come by our food and then keep it. You know what I mean? I think so. I think yeah, but I'm not supremely confident, but. I'd say like sixty percent. Okay, I'm ninety percent sure. No, I mean that's that's a big difference there. I like it. It's a big difference, yeah. Um, will another I mean, country I, besides? Again, I hope oh, you're right. I hope you're right, but I don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah. Um, will another country besides El Salvador purposely put Bitcoin 
uh, in the reserves, added to the reserves. Buy Bitcoin to add to the reserves. I'm, I'm leaning towards no on this one. Um, so I went yes, uh, but I'm 60% confident. Uh, I just think someone might follow. Like someone might follow suit. Uh, and again, I think it's going to be probably a Latin American country, maybe an African country. Oh, yeah. uh, and, but I don't, again, not confident, which is why I'm yes, 60%. Well, so let's give a little background. Panama, or not, sorry, not Panama, Paraguay. Yeah. Um, their president announced a bill to make it legal tender. Um, no, they announced a bill to like support it, but it wasn't really legal tender. It was something it really weird. It was sort of, tender. it wasn't as good as it was. I hope. Okay. Panama, Brazil. But I wouldn't surprise you just one. You just need one. And some small dictatorship decides to get on the board. It's, again, it's going to depend on how well Bitcoin does, right? The better Bitcoin does, the odds go up, right? A lot of these countries have their have big big names with you know um, Twitter profile pics with laser eyes. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, man, I like. What did I say? I was leaning towards no. You're leaning towards no. I, I would never would have saw El Salvador coming either. No, I didn't. That's why. Yeah, I still don't think it's likely. But I'm going to say yeah because I would never have thought that was going to happen, and that happened. Okay. What's your odds? I'm at sixty percent. I still think it's sixty percent. That's about what I'm at too. Maybe a little bit more likely than that. Well, because it's only got to take one. There's art. They're already thinking about it. But then it's like, how long is the political process? Yeah, that's even part of yeah, El Salvador as a dictator. It worked pretty quick. So. That's yeah. It's like so even if they're super into it, like it could take a year. Like a, a six, twelve months is not super. Is not very long in political terms. I I'm gonna say, man, should I take a big bet and go seventy percent? Let's do it. I think like that's super likely. Okay, seventy thirty. Yeah, let's do it. Will another country? If actually, answered, yes, which country? Actually, actually, yeah, I think that's just like sort of a bonus thing. But let's start with the let's start with the first. Um, will another country besides El Salvador make Bitcoin legal tender? I, I went with the same answer, yes, and sixty percent, pretty much for the same reasons. Um, um, I think it's possible, and it would be one of the. It would be a Latin American, and I really didn't have any answer for the country. I didn't know which country to go with. I, I, I uh, get it down to continent, <laughs> Latin America yeah. or Africa. But I was like, Not America. I added it mainly because I wanted to ask myself that, and then I realized I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I apparently don't know my geography well enough. There's that <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah, I think it's less likely for legal tender, but I still think they could so be went, very closely linked. So Luke went with sixty as well. As well just because yeah, yeah. He, he said yes, possible at sixty percent. Uh, Another country? Which country though? That's real hard. That one's real hard. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Paraguay, that's uh, Paraguay. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Paraguay, Panama, uh, one of the uh, P. Yeah, Paraguay or Panama, I think would be most likely to do it. I think we should both say Latin America. Let's, let's both say Latin America for sure. And, Latin America. And say Africa. Some somewhere, sorry, somewhere in Latin America, somewhere in Africa, because they're not countries, obviously. Uh, right. And somewhere in Africa, I think that's the real answer. And we're yeah. just going to have a bonus if we're right about that one. I just want us on the record for that. Yeah, I like if that. If it happens, that's where it's going to happen. All okay. Right. Now we get so to podcast the podcast predictions. These are the podcast predictions slash goals as a way of thinking of it. Uh, and then we're going to close out because uh, we've had a long one here. But we have a lot of good stuff here. Okay. Yeah. 
will we have more than 150 listeners on average by the end of 2022? These ones are a little different because it's like a lot of this could actually, I mean, we can make these true or false. Um, 100%. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to say yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to say 80%. And I was, I think I was, okay, let me see what I have down here. Uh, yes. And I went with 90%. I think nice. we can do this. This is really doable, I think. Yeah, I do too. I almost feel like I'm, I'm giving it a short end of the stick at 80%. <laughs> I probably should get to give it 100%. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We should both say 100%. But I want to like – I think we got to be honest yeah. about the fact that we can't control everything. Yeah. Uh, go go, go 90 or 95. I don't care if you wash me out on this one. Dude, I'll go 95. I, I like betting on myself, even if I'm wrong okay. a lot of times. Will we have more than 1,000 listeners on average? Obviously, both of us should reduce our, our percentage, but That's I still want with, I still with yes. You still – okay. What percentage? Uh, 51%. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to give myself the edge, but not by a yeah. lot. Well, I, I don't want to say no. Lift. That's a huge That's a lift. huge lift, yeah. I don't want to say no, but I'll say yes at 50 and a half percent. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give myself the edge. Uh, but uh, And it was literally me writing this down. I was like, I just can't bring myself to write no. Because uh, yeah. like, then you're just guaranteeing it's going to happen. I do think it's right. possible. I just think it's very, very hard. That's and, very hard. Um, uh, and the real question is how quickly you can get to 150, right? But 50, yeah. 150, I think, is completely doable uh, from where we're at. It's a 10x lift. 1,000, it's a much larger lift. Yeah, um, but we get to 150 and maybe this thing starts selling itself a little bit. So Yeah. Or we figure out some, or maybe, it, maybe it's real easy and we just knock it out of the park. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, but I did just like, I'm going to give myself the edge. I'm like, yeah, we can do this. Okay. This is more fun. But we still have more female listeners than male listeners. Well, this continue to happen. Um, and I said, yes, I 80% so, sure. because we're hot with the ladies. <laughs> 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 they all just rolled their eyes right now. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're done with you. We're never oh, listening oh again. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean a lot, of, a lot of large numbers is gonna even out a little bit, but I would still say yes, but you know, more like sixty percent just because I think you're gonna get a more binomial distribution. I, I, and you're like, and you just made that joke and lost us a bunch. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, that now we have to regain all them back. So thanks for that. <laughs> what will be the main what will be the main subject of our most popular podcast? Uh, well, that's kind of interesting. That's very subjective. Like, what is the subject? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing um, is, I would say main subject, like the thing we talk about most important, biggest, large amount. I, of that's our most popular podcast. So I, I went, I went, I went Bitcoin fifty one percent, and the reason is, is Bitcoin versus everything else, right? Like, it's like, it's like I just went with the largest one that we already had, the most popular one we had, and then I was like, I guess it's that one, but. You talk about a lot of other things, so it could be any other. Yeah, I think I think maybe a little bit more specific, but like Bitcoin, but like more like predictions. I think as we do this more, and as like I mean, literally this whole podcast is predictions. As we get into this, I think we're gonna make more predictions. I think people like they're gonna like Bitcoin, but maybe like a Bitcoin price prediction or what's gonna happen with Bitcoin. I'm gonna say like a a a prediction deep dive or something. Okay, prediction deep dive. Okay, something like that. Possibly, we could both win this one in this way. Yeah, we could. I'm gonna say. 55 percent i'm not super confident because who knows who knows what we talk about in here yeah all right so we, we oh, there we go that was a long one but oh, it was worth it that was and we're going to publish this on our website 
keep ourselves accountable. Keep ourselves accountable. Let's figure. Let's figure out how to like do the point system at some point. But yeah, yo, that, that'll be yeah, that'll be off podcast that. probably. <laughs> you yeah. guys don't need to nerd out on that. And then uh, we'll tally up next year. But hey, everyone, thanks for spending this year with us. If you've been here the whole time, or if you're new, we really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, we have some some listeners basically just coming to our house every day and not every day, but every week and just listening to us talk about random things. Really yeah, like it. Really enjoy uh, it. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And also uh, I think this week we have no idea who's, who's right. And I guess we'll find out in the next year. That's, that's, the, that's the answer. We'll see you next year. But this year we were both right for starting this podcast. That's true. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us. We will see you next year.